You're listening to the Love Your Neighbor Podcast. Well, hey, thanks for joining us and welcome to the Love Your Neighbor Podcast. It's good to have you with us. Uh, I also want to thank our sponsor, Brandon Valley Area Chamber of Commerce. Thank you to all the local businesses that are a part and really helping to build a better brand. And it's been so cool. Thank you for believing in the podcast and believing in this idea that we can build community one conversation at a time. That's really where we're headed. It's what we want to do. And so with that in mind today, I brought a a local Brandon resident. Uh, you, You may know this guy. Chase Hoffman is joining us today. Chase Hoffman, thank you for joining us on the Love Your Neighbor podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, we, we've been waiting for you. We're glad that you're here. Thanks for joining us. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Chase, how you got to live in Brandon, how kind of your Brandon story goes. We'd love to hear about that. Yeah, so um, I, gr- I grew up here in Brandon, and um, my dad was in the military, and so we moved around a lot um, growing up, and we eventually settled in the Sioux Falls area, and we moved up from Alabama. But we had originally from South Dakota, so we were coming back home, and <clears throat> and so we landed in Brandon. I, it was late 97, early 1998, I want to say. And I was just starting uh, second grade. Um, and so we landed there and we we moved in like kind of by the pool. And we got, we, my parents rented a house right there. It was me, my brother, and my sister. I got two younger siblings. And they uh, it was right up the hill from the pool. So we were like a football throw away from the pool. And we used to always sled down the hill down there and all that stuff. We go down there anyways. And so then eventually... Um, we, as we grew up down the street, my, it's a funny story because my folks bought their first house, the first house they ever owned. They bought it on a garage sale on the same street that we were living on, like two blocks down the street. And it was, uh, this is really funny because my mom was like that. Like she just went down the street. So they, it was like, it was a garage sale and they were like, Hey, we're getting rid of our stuff. We're going to, you know, we're moving and we're the house is for sale. And my mom's like, all right, can I see inside it? And they're like, yeah, sure. And they brought her in and she goes, I'll take it. And like, comes home, hey, I bought a house. And my dad's like, what? What are you talking about? That's awesome. So, yeah, so we would just moved down the street like two blocks. It was great. And that's when then we, we grew up there. And um, and so, yeah, we've, I've been there ever since. I uh, met my wife from Brandon. She's, um, yeah. her family, uh, her family's from Brandon um, for 30 years. They've, they've yeah. 30 plus years they've been in town. Um, they owned a. That, they, that, that's an interesting story, yeah. how you met your wife and how yes, you guys got is. to know each other. Tell us, she's, because she's an older woman, correct? A cougar type thing, or you just, <laughs> no, 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 no. My wife's like two years that. older. My, no, my sure. wife's like two years older. Two years older. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't You're know if that me. qualifies yeah, so. completely. No, but. she, no, she, um, no, she's, um, just she was a great deal older than me. Um, and no, I worked for her family for it's it's a cool story because I worked for her family for like ten years or more before she even noticed me, and <laughs> and so it was kind of a fun. It's kind of a fun story because she'll she'll say I never paid any attention to him and I just worked for her folks and um, they they owned the racetrack for a long time and and so that was probably 2012 or so I'd been there for a while and um, I just started kind of hitting on her a little bit and we just kind of I'm like oh this I started to notice her before she really noticed me and um, we like we like to joke about it um, because she the first time I asked her out she just gave me a rain check you know she's like I'll have to you know we'll have to Maybe some other time. And I was like, oh, well, there goes that, you know, shoot your shot, I guess. And yeah, sure. um, one thing led to another. And next thing you know, she, you know, kind of 
she took on and it was it was awesome we, you know and, so you were persistent you didn't i was persistent yeah i was persistent i can't say that it, you know for you yeah. that's good yeah that, that's Snooze good to keep you had to keep but so growing up i mean kind of growing up so were you a pool rat or were you kind of a racetrack kid or both? <laughs> a little bit of both. I mean, you could see the racetrack from our house. Um, mm-hmm. And so I was always like, I could always hear him on Sunday night when I was real little. And we wouldn't, we'd go out there. Um, my dad had a little bit of a history helping out his cousins and stuff at races and stuff like that. So he he liked racing. We liked NASCAR. We liked all that stuff. Um, so I just had this desire to be there. And so when I turned 14, I applied for a job and to be uh, in the concession area and um because i just wanted to be at the racetrack and um at first i didn't get the job and i remember i went in and interviewed with my now my mother-in-law and i was scared to death it was my first ever interview i was 14 years old or whatever and i sit there and she asked me all these questions and she's like okay well we'll call you if you need me if we need you you know um, i never got a call and my dad actually he just wanted to do it too to kind of go to the race the same reason he's like i'll just do this be you know sunday nights or whatever and so he goes and he interviews and they offer him a job and so he's working at the racetrack my dad is he doesn't really need the gig you know he's just doing it to do it and um and i'm sitting at home and like two or three months later it was like middle of the season um uh, i get a call and they're like hey uh, we could use some help in our concession stands and and so now i kid around um I kid around with them. I'm like, hey, you almost didn't hire me, and you almost didn't hire your son-in-law. You know, can joke. Hey, way the world turns, I guess. So, what what could have been? What could right? have been? I mean, hey, well, now we've got a now we've got a two or three year old at home, and mm-hmm. um, you know, hey, you never know. You never know. I don't know who lucked out there. Yeah, well, it's. I think it worked out for everybody. I, I think so too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're really happy. So, yeah, a neat family. I I've gotten to know. I've gotten to know obviously your family and. You know, met I've met your 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 uh, your in laws and and your and your father. Uh, met them. Uh, family's important to you. You know, I I can tell that's a big deal. Talk about your family a little bit and kind of how that helped you stay connected in Brandon. Because not everybody that goes to school in Brandon stays in Brandon. So yeah. we'll move on. But you you chose to come back. Talk about that. A yeah, bit. yeah. So <clears throat> I I stuck around because a lot of what kept me what all that kept me around was. I didn't really know coming out of high school um, what I really wanted to do. And so it was the university center in Sioux Falls being there. I had a job. I had a full-time job. And so I was like, you know, I was like, I'll just stick around. And we had a rule at my house growing up where my dad was like, okay, you can you can live in the house as long as you're going to school full-time. Um, then you don't have to pay rent. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to stick at home. I'm going to work and I'm going to go to school. And the way that played out was if I wouldn't have been home, I kept working at the racetrack. I kept working at um, Sunshine at the time and I met Ashley. And so it was like one thing kind of led to another. And if I would have went off to school, who knows where I would be, right? And so all those things kind of interconnected and and I'm like, okay, you know what? I think, I think I'm going to stick around. And so um, moved out of the house um, before I got before we got married and then we got married and we eventually bought a house. And so it was one of those things that was like, you know, we could leave, but we've got all these ties. My dad is around here. My brother's around here. My sister, she's an hour away. Um, Ashley's family is all within city limits of Brandon. And so it was like, why leave? Um, and I probably went through a phase of, you know, it was probably a phase of, of restlessness when we first got married where I'm like, man, I've lived here all my life. I want to adventure the world. I want to, I want to get out and be an adventure. But I think Ashley really kept kept us grounded a little bit. She kept, you know, the perspective there where, 
you know, she's like, hey, if we leave, we're going to abandon all of this. And I'm like, you know what? It, it was hard for me because, you know, I was a little restless. But in the end, looking back at it now, my life, the way the last five, six years have gone, I couldn't imagine any other way. It couldn't be better. So, um, yeah, no, so it's, it's been good. Um, now we've got <laughs> the kids really tied us down now because I couldn't, I couldn't imagine doing that. With, <laughs> you know, if we lived like an hour away, I'm like, how in the heck would we ever like get – have any help, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you've had kids, you know, you know, it's like, it's impossible to, it's impossible to take care of them. It takes a village and it really does take a village to take care of your family. And so um, that's what we've got in Brandon is, is we've got everybody here. We got people that are close to us and all that stuff. So yeah, you've got, you've got two, you've got, you got grandparents in the immediate area that yeah. can really help us. Uh, yeah. And in a case of emergency, you know, they'll come over and help us. And, you know, and my dad's a half hour away now, you know, he, and so it's like, it's, it's really simple. And we just recently, we built a home and, um, during that process, we sold our house about nine months before we moved into our new home. And we just were like, Hey, <laughs> Hey family, you're happen to be here. Um, can we just nice. room with you guys? <laughs> and so, and so we did, and I can't say thank you enough to them for that. Yeah. Um, because it, it made the transition really stable and having everybody right here. Um, and, and you think about the community we have, we have a, we have a Metro area that like, it's got everything you need. Um, you have work opportunities, you have entertainment opportunities, you've got, we've got great stuff in, in right in town. You know, you don't, you don't even have to leave town yeah. to be completely self-sufficient. So, um, it's, it, it, we're lucky to have that. Yeah. You talk about a little bit, I mean, if you're okay, talk a little bit about your career path and, you know, you went to, yeah. you went to school here, uh, at the university center. Talk about a little bit about your career path, uh, yeah. and where you are today. Kind of update us on that. Yeah, sure. So, um, university center, I was, um, I went through USD and um, it was a really cool program because I didn't even have to leave Sioux Falls. Um, I got my I got a bachelor's degree in business administration management and it was um, it was I pretty much got that because I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life and it gave me a lot of opportunities and um, I worked for Sunshine for ten years and that was a great experience. I learned a ton um, from there. I mean, kind of took a little bit of a windy road and ended up at the bank. Now I'm at First National Bank Sioux Falls. Um, and it was just kind of crazy because my fr- opened my first bank account there when I was 12 or something like that. And my dad got me hooked up. And the people that opened my bank account um, turned out to be the same people that got me the job at First National. Um, the gals at the t- in the teller line there. And, and they <laughs> I drove through one day and they've heard I was looking for a gig. And they're like, hey, why don't you apply at the bank? I'm like, I didn't know I could work at a bank, you know, like – feels like an exclusive club you can, you know, but it's, sure, sure. and I was like, oh my goodness. And, and I got the job and I'm like, oh man, this is such a cool thing. And it's such a great community to be a part of. Um, and I, I do home loans with them and, and just, uh, get a firsthand look at how the community in, in this metro area is growing and, um, just to be a, be a part of it is really cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Your, your values, you know, your values that you grew up with, the values of Brandon and the values of, 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 of sunshine really. And, First National was really a match for you. Talk yeah. about the where you work and why that's a fit for you. Yeah, so First National, that's um, we've got an acronym, and the, the first values is kind of how we operate. Um, family is the first thing. F is for family, and and that is the biggest one to me because every it is a family. It's one big family, and they take and we're, we take care of each other like we're family. And family is the it that's the thing and and so those values are really ingrained in who i am um it's, it's relationships the r stands for relationships and so like that's just naturally the type of person 
that I am. Um, and so it, it plugs in like a Lego piece. Like I just plug in there like it's like it's meant to be and it fits. Um, and teamwork and collaboration and all those things are just are exactly what we like to model and the type of people that the bank is full of. We've got 285 some odd employees and every single one of them is, is connected that way and and then built in and plays an integral part of it. So um, that's, you know, that it almost matches Brandon exactly yeah. to, the, to a T. Yeah. And, and I think that's, that's part of, you know, local business and, and first national being in Brandon, mm-hmm. investing big time in Brandon mm-hmm. is, you know, that's a, that's a cool thing to see. Um, you know, I, I bank there and, and to see that investment locally is really what, you know, community is. It's not just, a nice place to live. It's a place to really invest your lives yeah. and, and then watch the, you know, watch the fruit of your life multiply. Yeah. And yeah. That's a cool thing. Well, and that's the thing about the community and the, and the bank and being a, a, a community bank is that if the community thrives, the bank thrives and vice versa. And you see it like the, the gals that work at the branch in Brandon, they all live in Brandon or, or you know, maybe one of them, a couple of people in Garrison or whatever, but like they're all part of this community. They're all, they all, they, they, they bleed it. You know, they, they're here, they're integrated and they, and they live it. And, you know, like this, the baseball field, like that benefits everybody, you know, that benefits everybody, people in the bank, you know, and, and those folks that are, they're driving those initiatives and the community involvement, um, they've got skin in the game. Mm-hmm. And, and so it matters. And, and so that, that's why I think that's why people will go all in. And, um, and that's why, that's my, my, why my wife works there now. You know, like I had, I came home when I got the job five, six years ago, I came home and I'm like, you, actually, you wouldn't believe it. This place is unbelievable. You gotta, I mean, you, you gotta check this out. Like the, the culture, like, I don't even, I don't get it. I don't understand how this even be possible. Yeah. And, and I'm like, I didn't know, I didn't know you could have play, work at a place like this. And she, she's just like, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, and then this she works a personal banker over there, and um, then the job opens up, and I eventually talk her into meeting with <laughs> with Val over there at the bank, and she sits down with Val, and they had a two hour conversation. It wasn't even an interview; they just sat down and had two hour two hour conversation over coffee. She comes back, she goes, "I get it, I get what you're talking about. They're like legit over there, you know." And and um, and so it's just that commitment um, to their people and um, commitment to the community that really makes a difference. So. That's cool, man. Well, hey, I uh, appreciate you taking the time, Chase. What what's community? You you're you're a dad, your husband, mm-hmm, yeah. uh, you're a lot of connections in Brandon. But tell us tell us what it means to be community, and why do you love why do you love Brandon specifically? You know, yeah, I was thinking about that on the way over here, um, and it's it's a whole whole cacophony of things. Um, there's not only are we the location is perfect you know you think about brandon being like right by you've got we've got everything we need um but also the people um i think about i was talking about family before you know where we have blood relatives really close but i've also got a church that's right here i've got people i've grown to know over the years that are right here that would drop everything at two in the morning and come over and help um, I've got everything. We got everything we need. It's safe. Um, I think the school district has been talked about ad nauseum, <laughs> and mm-hmm. so we all know about that. It's. I mean, it's fantastic. It, it, this is like a. This is a five star community, and and it doesn't get much better um, than that. And and I think the biggest piece of it is the people. And I think that 
you know, I just got somebody down the other day, I was going ice fishing and somebody was just from across the street came over and helped me drag my sled up the hill. Like, yeah. I don't even know who they are, you know, like that makes all the difference to me. And, 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 and so young people with young kids like me that come into community and they want to get plugged in, like, Hey, I mean, there's tons of folks like us and, and, um, and it's a perfect place for a family like that to grow. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Thanks for, thanks for sharing that, that story in your life. Um, appreciate you being here, Chase. Yeah, thanks and, for having uh, me. Thanks for, for sharing time with us. So we'll, uh, we'll see you around, see you yeah. around Brandon, man. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for joining us on the Love Your Neighbor podcast. The purpose of the Love Your Neighbor podcast is to build community one conversation at a time. You can help us build that community by sharing the podcast on your social media channels and rating our podcast on whatever platform you're listening from. Another way is to let us know of any neighbors who have a story. Go Leaks! Go Leaks!